Welcome to A Bit About, a podcast by Parabit Systems that examines innovation, trending technology, and critical concepts around safety and security, customer experience, and operational efficiency. Joined by leading practitioners and thought leaders, special guests provide fresh commentary and technical tradecraft to enlighten perspectives and provide actionable insight. Hello and welcome to a live video podcast brought to you by Parabit Systems. My name is Gabrielle and I'll be your host for today's episode. Today we're joined by Rob Laponis, CEO of Parabit Systems, Kevin Whaley, Director of Safety and Security at the George Washington University Hospital, and Stephen Biscotti, Director of Safety and Security at Mount Sinai South Nassau Hospital. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what goes into modernizing healthcare security today. Thank you for joining and welcome. So let's go ahead and get started with a little introduction. If you can, tell me a little bit about George Washington University Hospital and your role within it. Let's go ahead and start with Rob. Hi, my name is Rob Laponis from Parabit Systems. Um, we're the provider of visitor management solutions, especially kiosk hardware and software uh, for both of our, uh, our clients on, the, on the, uh, the chat with us today. George Washington University Hospital is a hospital located in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. It's a level one trauma center. We have 400 plus beds. It's a unique environment. We have an inpatient uh, mental health unit in ED that can see between two to 350 patients a day. So it's a pretty active environment inside of an urban, you know, Washington, D.C. So it has its, uh, it's, a, it's a unique place to work. Uh, from day to day, we see all kinds of different things here in, uh, in the nation's capital. I bet. Thank you. And Stephen. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Stephen Biscotti, Director of Safety and Security at Mount Sinai South Nass in Oceanside, New York, located in Long Island. Um, we're a 455-bed hospital. We are at capacity on most days, and uh, we have a visitor census of approximately 1,000 uh, visitors per day uh, pre-COVID, and we're running about 350 uh, visitors per day post-COVID. Wow, wonderful. So this next question is for Kevin and Stephen, although Rob, feel free to jump in if you have something to add. From your respective positions as directors of safety and security, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges around hospital security in general, but also more specifically at GWU and South NASA? Let's go ahead and start with Kevin. Yeah, so the challenges you have is uh, healthcare security is unlike any other type of security um, in that you're in an environment where uh, folks are coming here, um, not because you're having a good day. You're not sitting at home saying, what do you want to do today, uh, honey or wife or husband, whatever. And like, I'll go to the hospital and sit in the emergency room for four and a half or eight hours and watch free cable TV. You know, you're here because either you're sick or injured or hurt or someone you care about is sick or injured or hurt. Um, so that adds a level of tension and anxiety throughout the facility. You know, um, we've got folks that, you know, unfortunately someone can pass, you know, every day and someone's born every day. And we deal with everything in between that. Uh, so trying to balance that challenge while trying to provide a safe and secure environment for all of our patient staff and our visitors there at the hospital can be challenging uh, and trying to have that balance to so demonstrate empathy while also trying to keep everybody safe and trying to uh, make sure that folks act appropriately and so we can treat them and provide the highest level of health care services we can here at GW Hospital. Absolutely and Stephen what do you think some of the biggest challenges are around hospital security? Well I have to concur with Kevin um, I think uh, this is, you know, it can be interchangeable, both visitor management and uh, workplace violence. You know, visitor management, where we have a very strict visitor policy in place, where it's only two visitors per day uh, from 12 to 8. And as you can see what's happening around the world, especially here in the United States, 
especially in New York, workplace violence is on the rise. So we try to provide the highest level of uh, safety and security to our patients, staff, and visitors 365 days a year. And it's very, very challenging, believe me. No, I do believe you. There's plenty of challenges that go along with security. And, you know, with the presence of these challenges attached specifically to hospital security, you were able to come up with an innovative solution in response. So can you please speak a little to how you came up with the idea of implementing a visitor management system and what exactly led you to this solution? Let's go ahead and start with Kevin. Yeah, so it's a unique story. So for me, um, it came to me when I've been traveling for work a lot, pre-COVID. I've uh, been traveling a lot for work, um, and I was at the airport, and I just realized over time the difference between you. See, you know, you stand in lines and go up to the counter, and there's like four or five people at the counter, and you had five or six staff members back there checking you in, checking your bags, and whatever. And how over the last several years they transitioned to having kiosks, so you can have six or seven kiosks out there, and you have one person who stands there and can manage six or seven kiosks and direct folks in, check them in, so on and so forth. So that's kind of where the original idea came to me as far as looking at other options as far as kiosks were concerned. And then also for us, it was a matter of finding a, uh, a partners, I should say more than one partners, to, that were willing to work with us to take what our physical process was here at GW Hospital of screening visitors coming in and checking them, which was the visitor comes in, we ask them who they're here to visit, they provide the patient's name, we verify that patient's name by printed out census or in, or in the computer in SMS. We then ask for a photo ID. We look at the photo ID. We then had them print their name on a little sign-in sheet. And then we would issue a color wristband that was specific for that particular day and then tell that uh, visitor where they're going in the hospital, a particular unit or floor they're going to. So trying to find a partner that was willing to take that manual process and put it into technology, um, we were fortunate enough to partner with uh, Parabit and Stopware, who uh, patches points to the actual DMS, uh, sorry, the visitor management system itself, the software to develop from a thought to actual implementation to actually physically rolling it out here at GW Hospital. Um, so where we are able to actually uh, verify a visitor to the patient by HL7 integrations, that's systems integration between the Parabit and our SMS software, so that in real time when a patient comes in and checks in at the kiosk or at the workstation, you type in the visitor the patient's name and it verifies A, is the patient here in the hospital, B, can they receive the visitors, and if they, if to uh, Stephen's point earlier, we're at one visitor per patient per day, code protocols, the same math as well to make sure they haven't had already had a visitor for the day. So it's like I said, from going from a thought to implementation and working with Rob and his team have been phenomenal um, to bring us to fruition. We're very, very uh, excited about this. That's incredible. And Stephen, what led you to this solution? Well, almost similar to Kevin, um, you know, my doctor's office, my dentist office, and my eye doctor all utilize kiosks. So I actually had the permission of the offices to take a picture of their systems and spoke with my leadership here and said, well, why can't we bring visitor, ma uh, visitor management into the hospital? And we do, we do have an open architectural design. Uh, we implemented kiosks at a, a multitude of entrances, our main entrance, our ambulatory entrance, and our emergency room entrance. And the whole premise behind that was uh, the Parabit system uh, requires a uh, either a New York State driver's license or a passport. It captures the photo. It also takes a picture. We were able to attain the uh, personal information of the individual, and we store it on our network. And we have a network that could store for infinity. So um, God forbid we did have to go back 
uh, and take a look at someone for whatever the issue may be, an unusual occurrence, et cetera, we have the ability of going back and locating an individual and have him already identified. Absolutely. And, you know, keeping tabs, as you described, on visitor management is just such an important component of hospital security. And this solution you created is a great way to take care of that responsibility. And, you know, that kind of leads us into our next question, which is, what is your philosophy on visitor management in the healthcare space? And a follow up to that, what do you think are the gaps in traditional hospital visitor management systems? Let's go ahead and start with Kevin. Yeah, so typically what I noticed was, as I mentioned earlier, about having been able to partner and finding Rob and finding our partners at Stopware was uh, there's, I want to say a dozen other visitor management systems out there that really aren't really visitor management. It's more of like a visitor tracking sort of software because it doesn't have the technology to where you can integrate in uh, HL7 integration. So it's going to require your IT team within your hospital to work with passage point and parabit to develop the codes and all the directory. I'm not an IT guy, but that's how they did it. To work it together to where you have that real confirmation of that a visitor is here to see an actual patient that's in your hospital versus the other systems where, yes, they scan your ID, yes, they take your picture, and yes, you put in the patient's name, but they don't have that uh, that integration to be able to verify that that patient is actually in your hospital. The patient can have a visitor. Uh, for instance, for us, we have a special attention list. So we have visitors that as I said, we're level one trauma centers. So I've got patients here that are victims of gunshots, violence, stabbings, domestic violence. I've got, being here in Washington, D.C., we have what we call high-level protectee. They could be everyone from a government official to a foreign dignitary that could be here at the hospital seeking treatment or visiting a patient. So there's a, a level of uh, visitor restrictions here at the hospital. And to C's point, my hospital here is not an open campus, it's a closed campus. So we control our entry points, the public, to two, the ED entrance and our main entrance. So having that true visitor management um, really makes a difference for us. And to C's point earlier about being able to go back, we've been having utilized the system. We've been able to not only go back and look at uh, nefarious acts, for instance, a patient who was an outpatient for radiology, stole the uh, receptionist's cell phone from the front of his desk and walked out the front door. So we were able to identify who that patient was, get a name, ID, and so on and so forth. So we contact a law enforcement, we had all the information available for them. Awesome. And Stephen, what is your philosophy on visitor management in the healthcare space? So I have to concur with Kevin uh, on all facets of what he just said, but it was vetting out the vendor, uh, what was going to be the best fit for uh, South Nassau. And lucky, luckily for us, Parabit is only about a 20-minute drive away. So going with the local vendor was very, very important. Um, DHL licensing also attracted us to uh, Parabit which uh, does create that integration that Kevin just spoke about. And implementing other hardware and software security applications. And of course, the denominator in this entire package is uh, staffing. And we have a very high level of staffing here. We only hire uh, high level, high level uh, security professionals, retired law enforcement and veterans uh, here at uh, South Nassau. Absolutely. And, and do you have any actionable steps that hospitals and healthcare systems can take today to get just one step closer to modernizing their current security system so they're up to date? Kevin? Uh, the biggest recommendation I would recommend is working with your integrators. I think to Steve's point earlier, uh, I'm not around the corner from Rob in Parabit, but uh, his partners, Heather Gleason is one of the folks that works for, for Rob, have been great partners with me. Um, I got to go up to Parabit. They're located up in Long Island, New York. I picked the train. 
I took the Long Island Express train for the first time in my life. That was an adventure, uh, to say the least. But I got to go at, go meet with Rob and his team as engineers to literally discuss the fabrication. And they've actually designed and fabricated the kiosk to meet our needs. And what I mean by that is that here at GW, we don't use what other systems may have, a visitor sticker. As you see a lot of folks wearing the stickers on, on their clothes. We worked with Parabit to uh, manufacture and design the kiosk to be able to hold and maintain wristbands. So our, when we're done checking in, it prints out a wristband. And on that wristband, it has the date, it has the, uh, the patient's uh, room they're going to, the bed, and the floor number for that visitor. The biggest important thing, like I said, there is that date there for us so that when someone's coming back in the next day or something like that, we make sure that we give them an updated wristband by checking them back into the kiosk. Um, that's where I look at it as far as system integration. Um, the more systems you can integrate uh, underneath each other, for instance, your video, your access control, and your visitor management uh, underneath one umbrella, and the more integrated they are, the better off you'll be and to be able to expand as we're always growing. Healthcare security is ever-changing. Um, nothing's set in stone in healthcare. you got to be able to flow and ebb with the changes in times and the environments that you have. So uh, my recommendation would be to uh, partner with a good integrator, find a good integrator if you can, you do, and uh, partner with them to work on any and all the challenges that we see every single day in healthcare. Absolutely, those are some great steps to take. And Stephen, do you have any actionable insights? So again, I'm gonna agree with everything that Kevin said. I, I think you really have to look from the outside of the box in, look at what your architectural design is, uh, I think we've partnered with a, a very good company in Parabit, and this is just the beginning. We, we need to implement um, more security control systems. Um, we need to, uh, down the road, I think, you know, looking at best practices, um, there, there are other uh, competitive hospitals out there that are using the optical access control third styles, which just act as another layer, another barrier. Uh, for visitor management, for visitor control, trying to keep everybody on the up and up, trying to keep everybody happy, um, keeping the lines down and getting them through as quickly as possible. So um, you do go to some hospitals, you know, we all visit hospitals and nobody wants to wait on the long lines like Disney has. And what happens, people start getting upset uh, they become irate and they start venting on the wrong people. They're venting on the people that are looking to help themselves. So we're trying to look outside the box with a think tank to see how we could streamline that process, segregating uh, the employees coming into the institution uh, from a multitude of employee entrances and, and keeping the community coming into a main entrance. So taking all of that in, into consideration that there's a lot of work that still needs to be done in the healthcare community. But I think uh, working collectively like we do here in Long Island um, with our uh, other hospitals and our security director forum that we have here in Long Island, uh, we do meet quarterly and we discuss what's happening uh, in the healthcare community and what's out there. And we do, and we do invite vendors in and, and see what they have and what might be the best practice uh, not for just today, but, but for the future as well. Absolutely, and those are great steps to have now in the present and working towards the future, towards hospital security. Rob, do you have anything to add here? Yeah, the, just creating a, you know, a solution that improves workflows, improves security, validates credentials of people, 
uh, being able to validate that, you know, if someone is allowed into a space with for a certain amount of time and then not allowing them in uh, afterwards as a, as a second visitor, being able to um, do background checks on, on, on people as they enter the facility and blocking out people from, from entering facilities that shouldn't be visiting um, patients within the hospital and just eliminating contact points. I mean, so to me, visitor management is a is a much more efficient solution served as a, as a kiosk solution than it is as a manned guard solution because it eliminates the interface of people handling credentials back and forth to a guard and, and to the people that are visiting the hospitals in this day and age. You really want to minimize how much contact that you have you come into with people. All of our kiosks are um, have um, antimicrobial touch points um, protection on them. The, the newer kiosks that we're that we're fabricating have antimicrobial uh, powder coating surfaces that we're that we're implementing. So we're we're all about trying to constantly innovate what we what we create. Work with our partners to address their specific needs, understand their workflows, and and work with our partner with our partner Stopware to come up with the solutions that directly satisfy all of their their work requirements. So that way they can minimize the cost and provide a safer environment for the hospital industry. Absolutely. And that constant innovation is what is keeping you guys so successful and just ahead of the curve when it comes to hospital security. Well, just thank you so much for these actionable insights when it comes to modern, modernizing healthcare security in hospitals. And I want to ask, do you have any last thoughts or points you'd like to share for the audience watching? I just think it's really important for, you know, as Steve and Kevin had outlined that, you know, visitor management is one point but integrating uh, biometrics uh, with, like as Stephen mentioned, with turnstiles, with uh, utilizing solutions that will work with fingerprint scanning or facial recognition, so that way visitors can be pre-screened before they enter a facility. So there's even more of a of a of a, high, a better security measure to uh, to minimize, you know, any threats that may that potentially could come into the hospital. Automate the and the workflows to make it expensive to operate their hospitals and provide a, a safer environment, I think is extremely important. You know, improving security uh, surveillance measures throughout the facility to protect their uh, staff as well as uh, the patients, I think is imperative in these days and times, unfortunately, as we all are experiencing, unfortunately, the world is increasingly and rapidly becoming an unsafer place. So we're constantly needing to stay on the edge and develop technologies to protect, you know, the the patients, the visitors, and the employees of the hospital industry. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. And well, that's all we have for today's content. So just a big thank you to Kevin, Stephen, and Rob for joining us today and speaking to how we can modernize healthcare security solutions. If you want to check out more content from Paravit Systems, look for this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever it is you get your podcasts at. Thanks again for joining us.